Hey, welcome, 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 rugby league fans around the Americas. We're back, baby. Rugby League in America podcast. It has been a while. Um, man, if you've been following us on the socials, uh, <laughs> I've been slacking off, uh, you know, doing some weekly updates and things where I could, uh, you know, news of the week where I can. Um, you know, it's just, you know, carbs has been gone so you know you can't i can't i'm beating him right now so there's that so i'm putting out more he is <laughs> but there he is you, you, you hear him laughing at me he's the uh he's the man along for the ride with me right here he is great american rugby himself Lance. Yes. Yeah. I like that intro. I'm gonna get high. I gotta get hyper for that intro, man. I, that is nobody gives me that kind of UFC uh pre-fight intro. I am re- let's let's go. What's, what's on the agenda today? Used to be a stadium announcer <laughs> for uh college basketball in Kentucky. Really? Yeah. You're a man of many talents. You making magazines, you leading podcasts, you are revolutionizing rugby league marketing in America, you are killing it. <laughs> I'm all, I'm all over the graphics and everything. Yeah, man. Uh, what's been going on, man? How you been? I've been stressed. The season has started. so much to keep up with. We got things going on in California. That's new to me. This is new to, you know. Then you got things going on in the Northeast. Florida always been with, with the rugby league. It's, it's, it's trying to keep up with everything, you know. It, it's, it's stressful. It's yeah. beautiful stress. It is. It is beautiful stress. Like a lot of things are going on. This is a, you know, last week was a, two weeks ago. We had the first first matches. We had, you know, there, well, they had the Naples Nines, which which happened. So which you know, happened? You talked about that. <laughs> which yeah, happened? You know, you, you, it happened. You were there. Uh, there was some. I know mayhem. It was it was some mayhem. No Tampa. <laughs> it was no, no no Tampa team involved, but it was yeah. mayhem. <laughs> um, listen, uh, for those of you that want to go. I, I wasn't there. Um, you know, I, I helped out uh, remotely with a couple things for for social media and stuff, but I wasn't there. But Lance was there. Um, you can go over to Great American Rugby on Instagram um, and kind of see that conversation. It was a long, it was a two part episode uh, with with uh, technical difficulties and people getting upset and uh, telling it. How it was, was a lot of things. It, it was a, it's so many things that was just happening. It's so many things that went right. So many things that went wrong. I don't want to live in the past, but it was such an awesome thing to happen. I want to talk, but we got to move on. It, it was we got the on. season it, started. Yeah. About. yeah. Um, you know, you had, you know, the Tampa went up to Atlanta. Atlanta, came, Atlanta has returned from the NARL. They are playing in the USARL once again, since, uh, um, as we said in, in the magazine, two, two ill-fated attempts to the end of the NARL. Um, you know, and that is, that's something. A lot of, you know, that, Very significant. Yeah. T- Tampa went up there and, you know, the matches on uh, YouTube, I believe, uh, got uploaded to the Rhinos page and I think Tampa's page. But it's, uh, you know, it was a good match in the first half. But then, you know, when it really came down to it, uh, Tampa, you know, there were there were two red cards, I think, or three red cards. So you know, Tampa, or Atlanta played a man down. Um, but, you know, Tampa, when it really came down to it, I mean, I think, Jace, um, uh, no, who was it? Was it Bronca? Justin Bronca had five tries in that match. Now, granted, <laughs> they were all from about three meters out, <laughs> but still, man, that dude is a... Beast. You're not stopping him that close. Like, <laughs> domestically here, it's, it's pretty much... He is, he inside the 10 and he hungry for it. It's, it's going to happen. Probably what, yeah. 
it, it's only some people that I've seen so far that are stopping Bronca are, you know, sorry, no offense to like Coop and other people who are playing for Atlanta that day and Sam or and Sean Hunt and people like that. But, you know, probably only Andrew Zuluaga, who is on Tampa's team, is going to be trying to go one on one with Justin at that particular time. Um, you know, they, I mean, you know, it, it's, it's actually kind of funny because Tampa went up to Atlanta beat Atlanta 42 to 12, like close game at halftime, you know, was looking good. It was, you know, Atlanta had a lot of guys that were looking to, you know, their first run out basically. Um, and then of course, uh, this past weekend, this past Friday, they went down to not, not too far, but they went down to the Copperheads to the paradise coast sports complex and same exact score 42. Yep. Yep. And so, uh, I don't know how many tries I haven't watched that game yet, but, um, that just got, I think it just got released on the Copperheads uh, YouTube page, hey, but I know that it was uh, a, a, a slacking. Hey, Coopy wasn't playing that Atlanta game. I got it. I got it. No, he nah, he was. I thought I saw him on the on the. List. No, 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 he's on. I think he he was on last year's roster. I don't think he's with him this year. I got I got to stick oh, up for my boy. You know, he's part of the family. He's part of the family. I, I could have swore that I saw his name on on that lineup list, man. I'm sorry. Now, now I feel bad. No offense to Cooper Jackson. Uh, also, he should be, he should be playing some rugby. He league. should he should be capping right about now. Uh, right, he honest, should be. But yeah. So if he's listening, there you go, Coop. Yeah, we we vouch for you, Coop. We tried our best. I know. Yeah. So so sorry about that. I thought that you were playing because I could have swore I saw your name on Atlanta's lineup list, but. It may have been last year. So I mean, they needed them. I mean, forty-two to twelve. They needed. They they needed all the help they it's, But it's tough sledding against this Tampa team, man. I mean, two years ago they won it. They won a national championship. You know, they had to beat. Uh, they had to beat the Jacksonville team that are pretty much you know one and two in the South at all times. This year, yeah. Tampa seems like they're just rolling. Obviously, they played you know Atlanta and. The Southwest, but we gonna see when they when they really get down to it. And they got to play Jacksonville a few times. This this season might be Tampa's year. They look like they they want to go. And I think you know you have players like Matt Fennessy who who's back again. And he's a constant threat. Peter Garlanda, like you talk about a, having a skilled five eight. Like that's so important in in U.S. rugby league, like in in our club amateur level rugby league, is to have a good five eight, and and he is like he's like I've seen him play. He's he's fantastic. He can run the show. He's played around the world. He's played everywhere. Um, and then I think you also had um, he actually came up from the actually Atlanta lost one of their players and actually moved back to Tampa. Um, and it actually was one of the players who I and I didn't realize this, but it was actually one of the players who was originally touted as one of the three players to watch um, for Atlanta. And that was Austin Fernandez, who's now actually down back with Tampa. I think he was with Tampa and now he's back with Tampa. Really? I hear. Yeah. So I hear that's, that's going to be, um, he was in the start. He wasn't in the starting lineup against uh, the Rhinos, but he was against the, the Copperheads. Yeah. I mean, and right. then Arnold comes back to the Copperheads. He's with Tampa now and he goes back to play against his old team. You know, right. he, oh, goodness. This, well, so, so for those of you who don't know, Arnold uh, uh, Mananu. Mananu? Yeah. Mananu, yeah, yeah. Say his last name. yeah. So he was, you know, played last year with the Copperheads, did really well. And then he basically said, I'm just going to drive a little bit north and go to play in Tampa. Just a smidge and, north. No big deal. Just a smidge north. Not, not, not that far. Well, it's, it's not five. It's not seven. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it's like a, a two hour drive, one and a one one hour, 45 minutes. Nothing crazy. Is it, is it really from that far? From, why do I just think that St. Like that Naples and 
is so much closer to Tampa than what it really is. I don't know. This Florida is a big state, man. Florida is a big state. I used to live in Texas. That's a big state. It's deceiving as hell. So, um, yeah, so a lot of things going on. Um, you know, we had R- RLBC rocking and rolling. RLBC up there, they're just really starting to um, to get people going on uh, going off. Um, we have played, I believe, uh, you know, first round or everybody's played. Or sorry, second round. Um, the Whistler Wolves are uh, they've had one win and a bye, so four points there. Vipers sit in second place with four points. Dragons have two. Thunder has two. Warriors have two. Um, and I noticed this the other day, Lance. I don't know if you've noticed this, um, but the the Coastal Cougars uh, have been missing. And I don't know what has happened with uh, our old friend, uh, <laughs> Jim Powers, his Coastal Cougars, uh, the Cougars who play in the Pleasure Coast. Um but yeah, we haven't seen. So I don't know. I don't know. RLBC people, if you know what happened to Coastal Cougars, let us know, man. Um, they seem to have disappeared. Well, first of all, you just said I don't know if you noticed, Lance. If you noticed it, chances are I didn't notice it. You have. <laughs> I am telling you, you have your hand on the pulse that I. I yeah, but anyway. <laughs> so RLBC doing great stuff. Um, I think coming up this weekend. Uh, let's see what this weekend is the 17th. We've got point gray thunder um, versus the Vancouver dragons and the Valley Vipers versus the Whistler wolves. So again, more great stuff going on there. Obviously, man, we, we can cover so much. Um, you know, the NCC four rounds in the bag down in Jamaica, you know, it's uh, the bulls sitting in first place with 12 points only because they have played five matches and the Sharks have only played three matches. Uh, but man, I don't, uh, like I said, I don't, I don't know if anybody's going to beat the, uh, the red sharks, the Duhaney park red sharks, but, um, lots of excitement there. You know, we've got round five coming up this week Got the hyenas and the thundercats, by the way, the, uh, St. Catherine thundercats is one of the names of the teams down in, in Jamaica. And every time I hear that, all I think is like thundercats. Oh, <laughs> That's one of my new favorite team right now. So, um, but that good stuff. It's amazing. Uh, That's a great name. That is a great. If you're going to name your team anything, why not the Thundercats? Why not? No, right. I mean, come on. Let's 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 have some fun names around some of these things. Um, big, big. You know, we'll kind of wrap up this kind of quick hit discussion about what's going on in in rugby league with scores and stuff. Um, this week, you know, you've got. The Magic Weekend for Rugby League United. So the guys in the Northeast kicking off. You've got, excuse me, you've got the Boston 13s going up against DC Calvary. Unfortunately, DC will be without their captain, Ryan Burroughs, because he had his first kid. And congratulations to Ryan, man. Yeah, I've seen his baby burrows on the internet. Baby, baby burrows, man. Yeah. Scooter, uh, stroller, stroller. Oh it's like the Maserati. Like, oh, man, it is slick as all get out. Yeah, he's, he's setting the bar high. Only the best for that baby. He's setting the bar really high already. Yeah, yeah right. Never going to be different. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's exciting, man. We're, uh, and then they've got the Kings and, and the Black Foxes. Unfortunately... Due to weather last weekend in Toronto and all the smoke that was going on, um, and that with a combination of the Black Foxes just struggling to get players to be able to travel 
right? Not that they don't have the players from, from what, what I've been told, so they couldn't get the guys to travel to Toronto. Um, that, that was unfortunate. I think they were trying to pull some guys in for other teams to head up there. Um, Lamport would have been a great place to get you know guys going with you know Ontario Rugby League. So unfortunately, that's not happened. But this is week one of Rugby League United up there in the Mid-Atlantic Northeast here in the U.S. And then, of course, here in the U.S. in the USARL, you've got the Axemen and Copperheads going head to head this weekend in Jacksonville. So the Axemen getting their first first hit out of the of the year, and then over in the PCRL on the West Coast, the Banditos make their rugby league debut against the Dead Pelicans. Who, uh, for those of you that know, Dead Pelicans were in Championship Rugby League. They left, joined the PCRL with the Mongrel and the Barracudas, and then of course the Banditos came along. I do love the Banditos logo i don't know it, it's like man i don't know how, how do you the, feel about with, with the mask with the with the outlaw the with the mask yeah, yeah. well it you know it's giving me it's triggering me giving me flashbacks of covid but other than that it's an amazing <laughs> logo like don't don't let my feelings change how you feel yeah, about it it's just seemed like so long ago right seems like like 20 years all right ago. Like, <laughs> uh that's actually i i love seeing what the with the dead pelicans are doing i've seen them union you know i've seen them Seven. union sevens yeah they do they they just they're kind of like great america if there's rugby rugby league if there's anything happening with the with the egg they want to be a part of it i love that energy so i, I wish these guys luck going against one of the best logos in all of rugby league <laughs> i didn't say it was one of the best i just said a i'm saying it's one of the best i'm it, it's an amazing logo like i mean it, it it's okay. it's so raw like it's uh, it looked like an outlaw like he would rob you you know you know meet me in town square at high noon like that's a great logo right oh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! So there's there's your quick round impromptu roundup of everything going on, and it's a lot, right? And so we, what Lance and I kind of alluded to um, there, what, what you what you won't hear, and hopefully, you know, uh, we have guests coming on by the way later in the absolutely show. <laughs> can't wait to talk to those guys, uh, right? So they're from from Utah Rugby League. Uh, we, we've got some great guys. You've got. Uh, you got George Tupo, and you've got new. Uh, oh, I just I'm gonna butcher his name again. Butcher his name. I, I, I'm not gonna do uh, it. I'm not doing it. Akaripa, new Akaripa. <laughs> so former former rugby league player uh, over in the New South Wales Cup. Uh, so is now out in, in Utah. So looking forward to talk to them. What why I mention them is you don't see anything from the Roosters and the Seagulls. So we'll hopefully get an update from them. I know that they've got team. They've got two teams. Um, that are that are ready to go. They had their first uh, trial hit out last week. I think they're going to have another one coming up here, maybe this weekend. So hopefully they'll give us an update here in a little bit. Whew. It's building, man. It's building. I know. By the way, my 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 original pathway on that that thought was June twenty fourth, right? You've got the mongrel and the pelicans. Boom. You've got the axemen and the mayhem. Bam. Rhinos and copper. Thank you, man. You've got the you got the Kings and the 13s. Blue block. You got the Black black Foxes and the Cavalry. Drip. You've got, uh, I would assume, you, you've probably got something going on in Jamaica. <laughs> got something <laughs> going on, on in Canada. Something. You've got Vancouver. You got the Vipers and the Thunder and the Warriors and the Wolves. Goodness. So that's, that's two matches there. That's two matches there. That's four. That's seven with USARL. 
I would just I'll throw an eighth in for the Roosters and the Seagulls because I'm sure they'll play on the 24th in one fashion or another. So that's eight matches in North in North America, and then in, typically uh, I would say the guys down there in uh, in Jamaica tend to have about I'm gonna say they have about three matches a week. So that's eleven matches in North America. Don't know what's going. Haven't heard anything about the guys down in Brazil or Argentina yet about they're playing. But eleven matches in the, in Jamaica, Canada, in the U.S. Now I segue this to go back to what happened a couple of weeks ago. And one of the reasons that Carbs is pretty frustrated, and I'm pretty frustrated, and everybody's pretty frustrated. So we all know that the the Rugby League World Cup is not happening in France. Rain Lance, you know this. Yeah, I'm. It's unfortunate. I'm not saddened by the yeah. news, but I'm aware of it. You're not sad. You didn't. You didn't want to be in France. Well, no, it's just you know until it's kind of closer, it doesn't necessarily feel like it's happening. You know, it got to be a little closer for me to be like, oh, France. We're you know be, but I mean, it's a year and a half away. Yeah, but we still got qualifiers and stuff. It's still a whole lot of things that was supposed to. You know what I mean? See, that's that's the thing is we were supposed to have qualifiers, and who knows what's going to happen. Um, according to you know um the IRL. The America's qualifiers have been put on hold indefinitely until they can figure out what the heck is going on. <laughs> um, I, I got pretty frustrated with this because you could, we had qualifiers before COVID and that's fine. And then it got pushed back. We knew we were going to push back. We can still have qualifiers. I think we can still play the matches. I think and I, somebody said, well, it's because the, uh, IRL funds these qualifying matches for people to go down. It's like, well, they can still fund the matches. Like, why? My thought is, why can't they still give the money so they can go down and do it? That's actually a great point. There's nothing really changing between now and then. Like, like how about we get to figure out who's going to be in it? But right. I mean, well, well, this this is the bigger question. Would they cancel the entire World Cup? No. no. All right. No. So we can we they'll, we can, they'll lose money. Yeah, we can do the qualifiers. But you know what they could. You know what they could do. So what we what there's some th- whispers going around that they'll reduce the number of teams. So this year there was supposed to be two qualifiers from the from the Americas, right? So it would have been pro- you know Jamaica. I, I don't know. If, I don't think Jamaica gets an automatic qualification. But this year you had a four way tournament with the U.S., Jamaica, Canada, and now Brazil. Right. I've been hearing things that people like the Brazilian team is kind of disappointed because that that was like a chance for them to go and make an impact for the first time, which I totally get. Like this is so that's kind of I see the frustration that they have. And I'm just kind of figuring, like, why couldn't we play? You know, know, they got so many things going on, especially who knows how much their thoughts on the USA reconstruction has to do with it the development of a very new and young brazil team going in i mean it's not like jamaica went in and turned heads and they're in canada hasn't been in a long time i think they're kind of looking us off uh they might be looking this yeah if it feels like so if you know if you're sitting over there you're going well if we need to do a, a a shortened tournament for some reason i don't know why um i still think they could do it in new zealand or pacific islands you know tonga samoa new zealand like just do just partner up together and do it make something nice um and i think that that's an opportunity for them to 
to continue the way that we were, but they've been floating the idea of saying, Hey, we'll just reduce the number of teams and we'll just have 16 teams. in like we used to have and no more, no extra women. So that the, the U S women wouldn't, wouldn't get a chance to compete. I do know that they are still going to play in America's championship in Jamaica, Canada, U S and Jamaica are still going to play in America's championship. That's what we, from what I understand. That's, yeah. We, yeah, we need games. We need to, we have to play bare minimum. Yeah. I mean, at right. cold hard truth, and this is really cold, and I hate to be really cold, but it, it is what it is. Is any team from this side of the world going to win the whole thing, M- no. make it to the semifinals, no. not get blanked in the quarterfinals? Man, shrug your shoulder, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like, eh, eh. I mean, it's just, I it, mean, it's just, it's just tough. It's just tough to argue. Drop, ag- yeah, man, yeah, we'll get some points, but it's just, it's just tough to argue against their logic. Even though we haven't heard anything, it's not like I haven't heard, I haven't seen a overwhelming deal of transparency. But it's hard to argue with their their stance on it because of you know we're still building, but we do need a representative from here to be able to play in it. Right, and I think the other problem with it is <laughs> I'm gonna get people can get angry. Oh uh, hell, uh, trouble brewing! All right, y'all, three, two, one, it's going down. Let's hear it. <laughs> the other the, the problem with it is is you keep saying you want to grow the game, right? You, you want to grow the sport internationally. This, this, is what, this is what Carbs are frustrated with. And this is why he doesn't want to record right now is because he's like, you act like you want, you say that you want to grow the game internationally, but yet the actions that you take are not that of growing the sport internationally. You know, you're cutting off you know, all the European championships that they were getting ready to have over there. You know, uh, there's not a lot of international test matches. You've got Tonga going up and playing in England for the first, you know, up there for a three game. I think it's three game series. That's fantastic. The Netherlands are doing fantastic things. Like they've got like five international matches scheduled between like Serbia and Greece and a couple other people that just came out this week. But the kangaroos aren't playing. Samoa has not said they're going to play anybody. No, no, Cook Islands, Fiji, Australia. Australia never plays it. They, but <laughs> but <laughs> why would they though? All right, yeah, but yeah. I know, man. They play because it's it helps grow the game. Like, yeah, not everything. You, origin is not shouldn't be the pinnacle of, of rugby league, although many people treat it as like as we're right in the midst, of the right, in, right in the middle. Origin, we're right, heading right, into game two, and you say this next week. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, it's one of those things is like, I don't think that it's really, I don't know. It just, it, it, it really hurts. To, to, to be fair, being fair, rugby league isn't necessarily an internationally driven game in general. No. It's a domestic game. It's these small clusters of, you know, mm-hmm. so, you know, for, for us, but that, but also that's also why we should be trying to get more international games going because of that reason. We, I would love to see the Netherlands play Canada. I would love to see Russia play. And you know, if, if there's a, if there's any well, country, I would love to see the U.S. play some people other than Canada, Brazil, and Jamaica. That's also no. I would love to see them play. Just play Jamaica. Play play some. I I want to see the I want to see the USA play Ireland. That that used to be a thing that happened a lot. You know, years ago, so yep. Nah, I, you know, they, they used to do it. I just, I just rather us not sneak our. Well, I'm going to use the word sneak. I'm doing air quotes right now. Sneak our way into a World Cup, and then we're finally playing against a team like, you know, Papua New Guinea like, or Tonga. Like yeah, it, yeah, and and it's our real first time getting that kind of exposure against what they have to offer. I, okay, Australia's whatever, you know, and New Zealand's whatever, but you know, if we play a a, t- a really tough team. 
you know, early on in these kind of warm up moments. And, you know, well, that's what I really would like to see. But you got you got to challenge yourself. Right. We don't I mean, we don't know who from an American standpoint, because we just don't have it. Only the people who can see the last couple of matches are the ways are, are those who get to see what the American players can do. Don't have, you know, heritage players didn't, there weren't any heritage players last year from, you know, Australia, New Zealand, UK playing against Canada. They're all, um, you know, the American from the American competition. So it's just, I don't know. And and, that, and that's another thing. We can get into the heritage thing. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. 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 Anyway. So that's, I, that I wanted to, wanted to just chat about that just to kind of give our feelings. So if you're not hearing stuff from Carvis for a while, that's as I said the other on the last news of the week. That's why he's he's a little he's a little salty. I'm a little salty. You're lucky you're just getting. Yeah, I've had some time to process it. That when it first came out, uh, you can definitely go on Twitter and see how pissed off I was that, talking how I was. They were against the uh, didn't seem like they wanted to have an America's team anymore or America's representation of it in, in the tournament. So. Uh, I made some people mad. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, if you if you gave a shit about making people mad, you <laughs> you you've been at that for a long time. No, I, we we know you don't. <laughs> Listen, I've been good recently. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I haven't made that many people. You've been better. You've been better. I've been better. But it doesn't help I'm to say I don't give a shit right now. No. <laughs> yeah. no. Hey, I've been better, but I don't give a shit. Yeah, speak <laughs> speak the truth. I'm with you. Come on, we riding. I know. Oh man. Well, um, we we're not going to talk about NRL to the Las Vegas right now because there's just there's there hasn't been any new updates on it. Um, th- th- there's no official announcement hasn't been made. Lance, we we hear that it's two games a year for five years and I guess back-to-back days or something like that. I still don't know how they're going to sell out um, Allegiant Stadium with 65,000 people. Um, Origin and Adelaide got 48. So we'll see. We'll see. I, I, I don't know. Can they fill it? Maybe. It'd be a lot of Australians coming over and a lot of people going. I mean, will I go? Yeah. 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 yeah well, but I, I, it, it would take. I'm trying to get media passes, bro. Like, we get, right, let's do it. We are. The let's media. do it. You know, it, it would take a, a Hercules style effort to get. It, it couldn't happen on the weekend that we, our competition have games. They would have to figure out a way that it's a clear slate, clear run. Yeah. yeah, that's the only way because there is no way unless you get all of Utah, all of California, a bunch of people from Florida flying out the Northeast, making a trip, Cleveland making a trip, who like Colorado, you know, whatever, whatever. You know, the Carolinas making a trip. You will need it from everyone, everyone, Texas, right. Oklahoma, in between, in Toronto. Canada. Yes, yeah. People are gonna have to make international. Yeah, go through customs and all that in order to fill up that stadium to the level to really represent with this side of the, Jamaica. You know, they everybody Brazil. Every everybody. We're gonna, <laughs> so you know, it can happen. It can happen. You know, it could. I just, I just don't. Man, I have, I have a hard time seeing sixty five thousand people fill that place up. Well, uh, so what's the adequate amount then? If sixty five is is sold out capacity, right? right so what if twenty thousand people are there is that respectable for the first year no. that's not good enough i don't think so at all no i think i think you need to have uh, you need to be three quarters filled oh oh 40 45 is a you, lot you of had, people you had, thir- you had thirteen thousand at, mo- at 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 best estimates for the for new zealand and england a mile high so you had an international test match. Granted, it was poorly done. Yeah, uh, all of it was done. Yeah, poorly. Um, and you had thirteen thousand. 
Yeah, so so that's that's your benchmark is thirteen thousand. <laughs> like, yeah, you be poorly done thirteen thousand. Thirteen thousand. So I say you have. To, I'd say NRL needs to do three. Fill up three quarters. So what what are you saying? I'm I'm, I'm gonna do quick. Forty five. If it's sixty, forty five is yeah. three fourths. Yeah. So ballpark. So anyway. All right. So thirty eight thirty eight thousand. More than half. Less than three fourths. I won't give it. Wait, no, sixty. Sixty. You said sixty-eight. You said sixty-eight. Apologies. Yeah. So you need you need fifty-one. Yeah, you said sixty. Okay. To, to to be successful, I think fifty-one. All right, so let me there let me go. bump my number. What I say, thirty-eight. Let's go forty-two k. I'll give it to you. Ish. I'll give between forty and fifty makes it successful. Okay. Anything less? Nah. It's a spectrum. Is it is it is it hot and cold? Yes or no? Is it a spectrum? It can be semi successful with thirty thousand. Yeah. Yeah, we'll <laughs> All right, I, I joke. Long, long, long way. Down. I joke. Lance, I got an idea. Yeah. Let Let's take a break mm-hmm. and let's bring on our guests of the week. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because people people don't want to hear us. Just well, maybe, yeah, maybe hey, we we might be we might be making magic right now. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so we can banter back and forth, or we can we can bring George and New on, and we can talk to them. How's yeah, this this Utah thing is really interesting. I need to hear more about it. I'd like it. We'll be right back after this break. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. We really appreciate you joining us here on Rugby League in America. Obviously, Lance and I are, are glad to be back in the saddle together again, um, you know, doing a variety of different things that we've been doing. Lance with his great American rugby, as we said, and then obviously, you know, getting the magazine out. That's fun and exciting. And uh, man, I can't wait to, well, you know, we're about that later. Magazine we've talked about. We'll get that. That's fun. I want. I want to do another one, but it'll probably be about four months before I do it. Uh, <laughs> but we're really excited today um, to get people who are helping grow the game in the U.S. Really taking it by the horns, if you will. Um, and that those are the guys out in Utah. And if you haven't been paying attention to what's been going on in both the Utah Rugby League, uh, Utah. Uh, PCRL uh, conference, you're missing out, right? Because Utah Youth Rugby League out there, the Utah Rugby League Association doing some fantastic stuff. So today we've got George Tupo and New, uh, I'm new, I about messed up your last name because I looked away. So Akeripa, uh, Akeripa, right? Perfect, perfect. Ah, man, see, I, I know, man. I, I say it 10 times in my head and I mess it up. But New and George, welcome to the show, man. Appreciate you guys joining us. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, appreciate you having yeah, us on. So, George, we'll start with you and, and just kind of give us a high level of uh, your background in rugby league, where you come from, um, where you, how you found yourself in Utah of all places. Um, you know, you can find yourself in fifty states. So you guys have both found your way to Utah. I'd love to just learn more and give the listeners a little bit of your background and how you came to love this game of rugby league that we all follow. Yeah, sure, man. Uh, I grew up in Australia, so I'm Tongan. Uh, I was born in Tonga, but I grew up in Australia, and that's where I played rugby league most of my life. Uh, I grew up in uh, in the best place in Sydney called Manly. <laughs> so, you know, like, uh, <laughs> grew up in Manly, played rugby league in Manly, and I uh, 
coach like Julia in Manly. And then, uh, you know, came to the U.S., met my wife after a little trip from England. And then, uh, yeah, we, uh, we lived here, started up rugby league, loved the game, and I just wanted to keep it going. Went back to Australia, came back, and I met up with Nuu like over a year ago, and we decided to do it. And, you know, the, all this history, here we are. 2023, you know, we're now, so happy with far, how far we have come here in Utah. Now, new when when George came approaching to you, what, what were you doing? Where where have you been playing? Uh, Lance Lance did some research, but if you, I'll let you give a background before Lance jumps in and <laughs> says something bad like he did right before we started recording. <laughs> <laughs> no, all good, all good. So, yeah, um, like George, I grew up in um, Australia as well, out in Sydney, in the western suburbs. I'm Samoan, um, but I grew up in the Western Suburbs area, so I came through the West Western Suburb Magpies. Um. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, we, we lost Uh-oh. him for a minute there. <laughs> well, this is the part of recording podcasts that's always fun. We'll see if he can jump back on here in a second and we'll get, get, get back to him. Um, but, George, let, let's turn to you a little bit right now, um, and, and we'll get back to New when, when he gets reconnected here. Um, you know, obviously... You, know, you guys have met, you're growing the sport, you know, how long ago did you uh, kind of found the Utah, you know, rugby, rugby league association, excuse me, guys. And then kind of what's, what's been your goal these past, uh, you know, since, since you guys have been the inception of it. <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, so just a little background about Utah rugby league. I started Utah Everlands back in 2010 you know, we played, and uh, New is back. Do you want to jump on the New, or you want me to keep going? <laughs> I just, I'll let you keep going, and we'll get New here yeah. in a minute. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, in 2012, you know, we went to Canada and played there, went back east and played in the Philly Nines, and then in Vegas. Then I moved back to Australia, like I said, and I came back, and New and I uh, met up last year and decided we're going to get rugby league going. And uh, our main goal is growing the sport and having a pathway for players, for our younger players, you know. Uh, you know, we want them to, to be going somewhere, to be to be playing for the U.S., you know, yeah. and, and growing the sport because if we have youth that are playing for the U.S., they will attract other youth and realize that there's a pathway for them to follow. So that always has been our main goal for this. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. So, new welcome back from your technical difficulties. Uh, Sorry about that. We, we appreciate you. I I just thought it was you were just taking offense to you know Lance saying that Queensland was going to win the Origin two this week. So, um, <laughs> so let's, let's let's go back. So you were saying with that you were with the Magpie. I was it was the the, the Magpies group. Sorry. Right. So um, I came through the juniors there. Um, had the opportunity to, to be in the top squad, top thirty squad for the West Tigers there. Um, unfortunately, due to injury, I never really got a chance to, to play first grade, but I spent most of my time playing New South Wales Cup um, for the West Tigers out there. Um, I, I left, I, I went on a, a mission for my church for two years, for a couple of years. And then uh, when I got back, I switched over to Penrith Panthers and played New South Wales Cup, like what Alex was saying there. I played New South, <laughs> New South Wales Cup for um, the Penrith Panthers. And so, okay. and then decided, like, you know, I needed to settle down. I was getting a little bit older. You know, rugby is a, a young man's sport, you know? So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I decided to, to settle down. And the way we ended up out here in Utah is my wife and I had decided that we were going to go to school. And we went to school out at, um, in Hawaii, at BYU Hawaii. Oh, yeah. 
And then um, after we finished our bachelor's degree out there for accounting, we ended up here at the University of Utah and we, we completed our master's of accounting at the University of Utah. And then like George said, after we did that, we, we got the opportunity to work out here and then met up with George. And obviously our love for rugby league brought us together. And um, here we are. <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic. So George, right before we went back, did it, right before New got reconnected uh, to the to, to the recording, um, we were talking about the the youth aspect and building the pathways, right? And, and I said something right before we went on air that, that both of you kind of took you know, kind of a step back and we're shocked by. And I'll say it again to everybody who's listening, but right now the Utah Rugby League Association has the only U18, U18, actually I'd probably say the U20s, maybe even U21s, depending on, I mean, there may be some players that are U21, but as far as a full roster, you, your organization is the only one in the United States in all 50 states that has a youth rugby league association how does that make you feel to be the literally the banner of youth rugby and you know the only ones ensuring the pathway for rugby league in the united states at this particular point in time yeah it's kind of nerve-wracking you know like nervous uh you know like i don't want i don't want to take any credit for the youth there's another there's a third person that's been heading up the youth that knew and i uh asked to do it and Eugene you know Eugene is the one who has the passion and the love of learning the the sport of rugby league so you know I want to give him a shout out because he's the one that's been driving it and Nu and I yeah yeah he's he's pushing (laughs) everything and Nu and I are just supporting him and doing all weekend and and like I said uh, before like we wanted a pathway because I 100% believe with Nu the only way the game can grow here in the U.S. is getting the youth involved. And yeah. if the youth can see there's a pathway for them to go, you know, like play for the U.S., that'll be good, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's perfect. Well, my only my only question and thoughts are with what you've seen so far in your time here in the States, what are your thoughts on this pathway being created and what are our chances to really be able to compete on a global scale? Now, obviously, Australia is off the picture, right? We're not talking about competing head to head with, you know, Australia. But, <laughs> but um, you know, there is there's a multitude of countries throughout the world that play rugby league. And how will we, how could what's the ultimate potential for the United States playing against those teams? No, you yeah, maybe maybe I could jump in here. Um, there is so much potential here in the U.S. Like uh, when we look at like, you know, the amount of athletes that don't go through and play professional sport, you know, that come through colleges and things like there's there's a crazy amount of um, of athletes that, that don't go through and play professional sports, you know. And so, you know, if we can capitalize and, and sort of like try and try and reach into that market and bring them in and, and, and teach them a new sport. Like I definitely think that, you know, U.S., when it comes to rugby can, can compete at the higher level. I, I honestly, like George and I talk about it all the time. We would love to create the competition here and then throughout the whole of us so that we can compete with the NRL and then, you know, eventually one day play, play against NRL teams and compete with them. Like that's, that's the ultimate goal, but obviously we need to start small, you know, take small footsteps and to, to be able to get there. But I, I definitely see the potential. So, so many, youth and so many like uh, people coming out of college that that are great athletes and, and we need to capitalize on that market. 
Yeah, George, did you want to add anything to, to that and kind of your thoughts yeah, on it's just, Yeah, just like Lou was saying, man, like uh, there is a ton of potential here in the U.S., especially here in Utah as well. And, uh, and I believe, we both believe that if we can work together and and make uh, make USA Rugby League more more united, you know, throughout mm-hmm. the U.S. And uh, you know, we have players that you never know they might end up playing in the NRL for, in the in the U.K. You know, yeah. we have that, and that's what we want to do. We want to make that pathway so players can see it instead yeah. of just sitting around and doing nothing. Come and join Rugby League, you know. Yeah. No, it's. I mean, I, I think it's great. I mean, I think I've seen you know some of the posts that that Eugene has had you know for the Utah Rugby League Association, you know, taking photos of all the girls wearing you know the roosters and the seagulls kits, going out and working in the community, and that's the important part of it, right? Because it's not just building you know rugby league teams; it's about community and getting more eyes on that that's that game the game that they're going to be playing you know obviously i and we know that there's a big you know uh pacific island uh you know um i guess a group of people in utah with you know byu and other entities but and i think it's great that there's so much talent that's out there um to, correct me if i'm wrong but the, so what i've seen on social media is that it's not just the u18 but you're doing are you doing a tongan v samoa uh, like heritage U18 match. And so right now, I guess there's like 20 on e- at least 20 on each team at this particular point in time. Yes, we're doing a, a Tonga versus Samoa U18. So it's 18 and under. So from 16 to 18. And we have filled up the boys, like the U18 boys, we have 25 players for each team. Wow. And uh, currently we have about 20 girls for each team. And uh, the best thing about that, we got players who are still emailing and texting and saying, can we get on the team? And at, at some point we had to say, you know, you can come and help. You can come and help coach or you can come and run the water or something. But, uh, you know, it's, it's pretty full right now. And it, uh, we didn't expect that to blow up this much, you know. <laughs> we did not expect that, but it has. So how do you guys kind of work alongside? How do you convince these kids who probably have more exposure to, to the union side you know, of, of the codes, uh, to come and try out the, uh, the league side instead. New, how, 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 do you, how do you convince him? <laughs> so, so for me, it was, uh, it was easy. It was just talking to them and said, Hey, come and try rugby league. You have a better chance of one day representing uh, USA rugby league than representing USA rugby union. And then I said, like, uh, there's a lot more, to learn from rugby league than from rugby union because if you know how to play rugby union and run the overs and unders and run the lines, I tell you, you're going to be a great rugby union player. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, I, I don't know if I mentioned it to you on a, on a track or call, but some of the young players that came and played the rugby league trial match we had, yeah. uh, some of the rugby union players, they loved it so much that they keep texting me and saying, because I coach them for the varsity team. For, they for said, union. coach, you never told yeah, for the union team. They said, coach, you never told us that rugby league was more fun than union, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, so they sold 100%, which, you know, which is, awesome to me just to see him love the, the, the sport you know that's fantastic well obviously you know in utah it's more than just the youth right we also have adults who are playing you talked about it you had the yes. trial match last week so it, it was announced you know um a couple months ago that the pcrl had accepted two new members into its fold and has now created both the california division which has san diego and la and la and uh santa rose up there with the dead pelicans but then also they added 
both the Roosters and the Seagulls from Utah. So talk to me about, um, you know, Harriman and, uh, oh, I just forgot the, and Riverton. So. Yeah, I mean, no, you want to answer that or you want me to? Yeah, you, you, you can go ahead I and talk about Seagulls and then I'll, <laughs> I'll, 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 get, I'll get talk about the Roosters. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, Sorry, did you hear me, yeah. George? I was, I was going to say, uh, yeah, go ahead, New. If you want to go ahead and start and talk, you can talk about the uh, the Roosters and how are things looking there. Yeah, so um, the Roosters, so we have um, a very good friend out here. He's well-known in the, the Tongan community, Fetu um, Vanikolo. Um, he's the one, he, he's, he started the Roosters Club. Um, and we've had a, a really good relationship. He also runs a, a rugby union club out here. And so it was sort of easy just to sort of get him to start up the, the rugby league side as well. And so Fetu and his boys, he, he has a lot of um, youth boys as well. And so uh, when we approached him, when we originally approached him and talked about providing this pathway for, for a lot of the, his youth boys um, and also the, the men's that play in his group to, to have that pathway to go through and maybe one day hopefully represent, you know, like either Utah or the U.S., um, he, he was on board straight away. And so that's how the Roosters came about. So th- this is this is the same the same Vanny Cola who also played with Utah Warriors and also played this is, played on yeah. Tongans interna- on international or national team, right? Correct. He played internationally for yeah, right, the Union. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. And so, uh, how much do you know about, like, I guess, some of the players? So, in the when we talked about like the uh, the magazine that came out, we featured three players like T.J. Blackhurst, Sioni Latu, and uh, Nui Pelusu, uh, Tessimale. Is that his, his name? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so do you, do you know much about them, kind of, uh, or or at least the rest of the makeup of the team as you guys get ready to kind of start the season off here in a couple of weeks? Yep. So uh, a lot of these young boys too, like. Um, because cause rugby union is, again, like George talked about it, rugby union is pretty big here in, um, in Utah. And so a lot of these boys have had experience playing rugby, uh, rugby union specifically. And um, Fetu Van Kolo is actually the coach for the Utah Warriors Selects. And so um, these, okay. boys, these boys also played under him as well. And so he's brought them over, introduced them to league and sort of transitioned them that way. Uh, but rugby is rugby, right? So... Whether it's rugby league or rugby union, it's still the, the the basics are still the same. And so these boys, they they come in and they rip in and they're awesome. Fantastic. That there's a lot of connections that you guys have going going on. Is there a bunch of people that you guys knew before you uh got involved with stateside and, and dealing with rugby league here in Utah? Yes, there there is. I would say the reason being is because again, like the, the community here is, is pretty, it's pretty close and tight knit. Um, so I, I actually, when I came over from um, from Australia, I was looking for places where I could go and play some touch touch rugby. Um, and actually, it was Fetu Van Colo's team, his rugby union team, that I actually play for, the Utah Saints. And then I, I went and played with them, and we there were there are a few teams around here that. We actually played against each other. There were some competitions. And some people came in and tried to start some rugby union competitions. And um, it didn't really get off the ground. And so 
again, like a lot of the boys out here, they just want to play. They just want to play some rugby. And so uh, that's why me and George were able to, when we got together, we, we looked at that and we thought, hey, there's an opportunity here for us to be able to, because a lot of these boys too, they have rugby league backgrounds, the ones that come straight from Toa. Um, and straight from Samoa, yep. they have rugby league backgrounds playing rugby league. So they, they also are looking for rugby league um, organized competition, but couldn't find any because it's mainly union based. And so, again, when George and I got together, we looked at that and thought that that would be a great opportunity to sort of put it together so that we can provide them um, opportunity to play in an organized competition and then p- potentially opportunity to go further with their rugby league. And, and just to add on that, you guys got that community in Utah, which is beautiful. What can we do out here in the world? I'm in Florida. You know, you got guys everywhere who just want to build this game up. What can we do to emulate and marry you guys and to help you guys along? Yeah, so I, I, and I'm not sure if this is correct. Um, but what I heard is like on the East Coast and on, on the West Coast, it's a little bit difficult because you guys have to travel long distances to play games. Um, whereas in, here in here in Utah, we drive we drive twenty minutes down the road, and we can have like four four teams play on one field, right? And so, yeah. so, so, so I totally I totally understand like how, how difficult it is to to get the game going out there. Um, but again, like when me when me and George saw this opportunity, uh, you know, we we decided to get together and and made sure that we could have like one central ground where we can bring all the teams together and and play and um hopefully like you know for for the east coast and west coast boys you know if 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 there's any chances they could do a similar thing where they just have all the games at one spot and build the event that one way um maybe every other week they all play at one venue that's sort of Mm -hmm. that's that's sort of what what we're noticing here in utah and, and when we do that and build the event around it like a more people will come out and watch. More people will come out and, and want to participate. So, I don't know, George. I don't know if you got anything else to to add to that. But no, no, no. That's it. Like, no, you hit it right on the on the head there, man. The, like, yeah, I think the the furthest that someone has to travel is half an hour. That's it. So, and that's just across the valley. <laughs> and that's the biggest difference. Since nobody can actually see what's going on there. <laughs> no, and that's the biggest difference that we have here in Utah. And I said that to David and them at PCRL. I said, hey, the difference is we're like half an hour away from each other. And then yeah. the field that we picked to have the games at, which is a, a footy field, like, uh, yeah, uh, everyone's about half an hour, maybe 40 minutes tops. That's it. Wow. Yeah, we're oh my to, goodness! Know, oh right? my goodness! So we're talking when Naples, when uh, Southwest Florida's got to go to play Atlanta. That's a four and a half hour drive. Oh yeah. sure. no! 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 Wait! No! Way more! Oh wait! Way more! Oh, we're talking like eight hours. No. Eight no. nine. Yes. <laughs> four four Myers to Atlanta is like no, eight no, hours or no, some no, change. No, no, Southwest Na- Naples. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's that's further south than Fort Myers, isn't it? So that might actually be nine hours. Like, it's it's it's, it's yeah, it's it's a trip, man. I mean, I mean, it's you know within the state, just to play games in the state of Florida is five hours separation between certain teams. So it can get it get really dicey to hear you guys got a situation like that. The first word I think of is jealousy. <laughs> envy i'm so envious I, my skin is turning green i can't believe it man this is but that's beautiful and 
and if that helps build the community, I, I love to hear it. I, I love to see it. So good, good on you, boys. Yeah. So just let you, just let you guys know, um, it's from Tampa to to Atlanta. So when the mayhem went up and played the uh, played the the rhinos a couple of weeks ago, uh, it's a six and a half hour drive at midnight. Wow. Oh wow! Wow. And that's wow. and, and I, I think it's one thing that people listening over in the UK. Uh, you know who they're all in the north or right. you know if they're all that you know all on you know, say the, the nrl is all located kind of pretty much on the east coast right. Right. yes you've got you've got teams in other places but you know for the most part like you know queensland and and in the new south wales like that's pretty much the majority of everything there right. is that's not yeah. as far right right <laughs> so um but yeah okay Love, love to hear the good stuff that the Roosters are doing. Looking for that. Let's let's talk. Let's go to George for kind of a, a Seagulls preview and kind of you know the important things going on with the with the Seagulls right now. Yeah, you know uh, the, the Seagull. You know, like uh, there's so much good stuff coming out of those guys. They've been like the backbone of uh, growing rugby league here in Utah. You know, uh, last year, Noah himself was a player when we went and played in uh, in Winnemucca in the ninth tournament, uh, and then after that. that you know, we, we decided that we really want to get it going. Yeah. Uh, the Seagulls, we got a lot of boys that are back from back home, New Zealand and Australia. So, you know, they are really, really there to stay and they want to grow the sport. So I expect huge things from them, like going forward, you know, and like meaning like helping to grow the sport. Uh, a couple of the players are coming to help coach the U18 boys. Okay. And uh, yeah, so just giving back to the younger fellas as well. Yeah, so it's, it's good team, man. Like, they're a really good team, and like I said, like a lot of the boys are from Australia, and New Zealand, and Samoa. Yeah. So yeah. And so you know, you've got a lot of these players. Um, who's the head coach? Aaron Thompson is listed as the head coach. Do you know what's his background? I, I'm not actually not familiar with Aaron. So um, is, he also comes yeah, from so New fun, Zealand, or is he? Yeah, he's from New, he's from New Zealand, but uh, 12 or 2012, he was the captain for the Utah Avalanche when we had it. Okay. He played for the Utah Avalanche. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. So he's uh, his background is a rugby league guy. He also runs the uh, touch rugby here for the U.S. team. Yeah. Yeah. I, we we so, created a post a, a while back uh, on our social media. Uh, talking about the, it was called the rumors episode, and it was the, the when when the NARL and the CRL and all these other different entities were going off. Uh, there were lots of whispers and rumors that were happening, and I snuck in when we created. There was one one logo from the AMNRL, and it was the Utah Avalanche, and no one picked up on it. So it's in it's in there. So you gotta go back on social media. So, so guys, so well, the uh, Roosters and Seagulls played last weekend. Uh, great trial match. Just kind of getting ready to kick the season off. You got a lot of people that were really excited about it you got more people that are getting involved um tell us what you guys got coming up here here this weekend another trial match is, is that correct go ahead no. <laughs> yep yep that's correct so we got a another trial match coming up this saturday um we, we got some things in the woodworks we're trying to finalize <laughs> and things like Whispers that. And rumors? You, yeah. you want to drop anything or you going to get in trouble? <laughs> Whispers and rumors. Um, I, I, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'll, I'll let George drop it if George decides he, he wants oh, to drop no, it. But, I'm not sure. <laughs> but, um, I'm playing the fifth. 
I think anybody will drop it, I'll be the one that drops it. So right. Right. <laughs> but, um, but, but, we can, but we can let you know that there's, uh, there's another two teams that um, we're sort of working on to sort of bring into the competition. And so... Um, you have two more entities that are interested in participating. Correct. We've got two more entities. Um, from my understanding, George is working through the paperwork and um, he sent it through to the PCRL. And so hopefully we, we can get these two teams um, going and get them onto the USARL um, website so we can get some players registered and then hopefully um, have four teams running this week in, in the trial. So, <laughs> yeah. and, and and there may be a sniper just looking out for noon. Hey, hold on. Are, are these, are these, uh, just a small preview. It's all in the state of Utah, right? These are all within the same 45 minutes of each other, right? Correct. Correct. So, like, you know, like, the good thing about Utah, we've got a team up north who's about 25 minutes away from the field, and the furthest team down south is 25 minutes from the field. I'm about to to move out there I'll see you guys soon (laughs) And then the other two teams Are about 15-20 minutes away Right, so, so that's all decentralized location with with yeah. the hopes and ambish, ambitions of hopefully adding more teams in Utah, especially I think with, you know, you guys building that community and bringing those people in, you know, this right. Saturday, last Saturday, this coming Saturday, you know, I, I think it is exciting, right? So yeah. we don't have a finalized schedule yet for, uh, for Utah. Um, just it's all dependent and who knows things can happen or it, it could just be, end up being oh, you know, maybe two to three matches home home and away uh, for the Roosters and Seagulls and then then you go on to play you know the winner of the California division in a final and then if you win that you go on to play the winner of you know the USARL South basically right, right. Um, which that's that's kind of exciting right like right. George how, right. Does that, how does that how does that make you feel to say like you 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 potentially the seagulls or the roosters could potentially be playing jacksonville tampa or you know atlanta or whoever it may be in a location for a, a first time ever in, in the well not first time ever but for the first time in recent history a coast to coast competition yeah i think that'll be like i was gonna say that'll be the first time since uh the, the avalanche came over and i think the yep. California team came over like two weeks ago, I think. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. and and you know what, just to give you some some context there, um, Dustin, especially with Utah, like um, there, there's a lot of teams out here. There's a lot of teams when it comes to uh, rugby union, right? When we talk about rugby union, yeah. there's a lot of teams out here. Um, I think a lot of the, the people out here have been burnt before um, with people coming out and making a lot of these promises that they're going to do this and that. And so me and George are well aware of that too. And we're trying to, you know, make sure that these guys know that we're not trying to take any money from anyone or, you know, like, um, like, like yeah. in the past, this is, this is what's happened. And so there's a lot of fence sitters right now. A lot of people sitting yeah. on the fence waiting to see if it will work, waiting to see if it, and, and w- when it does, when, when, when we, when we're able to show the concept, then I'm telling you that it's going to blow up out here and there's going to be a lot more teams yep. that are ready to, to jump on and play and a lot more boys that, that, that are willing to, I don't want to, I don't want to speak too soon, but I think, um, you know, union is sort of slowing down a little bit out here. And so these boys still want to play and then they still yep. want to find, um, you know, organized competition. And so as, as me and George work together and, and build that like honestly and openly and be transparent with these boys out here, then yeah, we, we can definitely see a, a lot more 
a lot more um, boys coming out and, and seeing this thing grow. And then, like, like just to answer your question, that would be amazing if we could have that, our, the winner of our competition versus the winner of the East Coast or the winner of the West Coast. That would be awesome. Like, we would love that. Yeah, yeah it's, I, I think it's going to be great. And obviously, you guys are doing it, you know, awesome. not just with, with the men's side, right. but you're doing it with youth boys and girls right. like it's both like it's not just one like it's because you know i think the guys in the pcrl and addy and ben kind of focusing doing this a lot of the stuff with the women also the jacksonville women and the tampa women like there needs to be more of that lance and i kind of preach that until the cows come home we need more women's rugby league roots rugby exactly. league things like that so exactly. like, women and youth are going to help grow even more and i think the more that people become exposed to you know rugby league in general those those rugby union diehards that really hate rugby league for some reason and they don't really understand yeah. it i don't know why <laughs> yeah lance yeah. do you know why people do you know why those, those union guys hate rugby league so much because they support queensland i'll tell you this anecdotally every single person that i know that says i don't like rugby league i'll never like rugby league they're always a front rower in union yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a proper we're never locks, flankers, eight, right. like everybody else is fine. Right. Unopposed scrums is against their spirit. I understand. <laughs> Lance, well, any, I think, go ahead. Jordan. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was say, Lance, do you have any other, any other questions for George? Then we got to let them go to training. Yeah, I guess you guys got to go strap up and uh, get 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 the team ready. Really, what I what I would like to for you gentlemen to do is just. Tell us what the ultimate goal for what you guys are creating is. I would love to, for you to be able to articulate the vision. And in any way, you know, we would love to help or do what we can to get the word out. Go ahead, George. Well, uh, so the end goal for New and I, like New, touch on it a little bit earlier. You know, we really want to see this thing grow here in Utah, not just in Utah, but throughout the U.S., you know. And uh, I think uh, one thing that... Uh, everyone else can do to support is just posting about rugby league and getting on social media and letting people know that, you know, this game, girls can play this game too, you know, because I think a lot of, a uh, lot of time that they think that rugby league is for men, but like women can play just as well. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, I'm not going to go into it too much, but no, and I, uh, got some release coming for our season. So I'm pretty sure it's going to turn the, Rugby league world upside down when we release our season message to them. Okay. So okay. sorry, no, I didn't, I didn't give away too much. No, <laughs> no you're good. <laughs> and, and 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 before you guys leave, is there anybody else you would like to thank? I know you guys are doing a lot of legwork, but I'm sure you guys got a community and people behind you. Is there anybody else you would like to thank and give appreciation to uh, for what you guys are making? Great American rugby tradition. Oh yeah, I was gonna say I, I saw that. Yeah, hey, this person, I I, I want to give a shout out to Nuhu. You know, Nuhu, uh, Nuhu's been uh, been there. He's really helpful. So you know, I couldn't do this without him. Uh, not just uh, Nuhu, but he's uh, you know his his wife as well. She's a very good supporter, and they really like they really been there for us. I, I could not do it on my own. If Nuhu was not here, I don't think I'd be able to do it. And then a shout out to my wife, Melissa as well. She's on the board of our, of our rugby league. And our man, Johnny, you know, uh, Johnny is our marketing and, uh, and uh, social media guy. And of course, Eugene for the, for the junior, you know? Yeah. So yeah, just shout out to all those guys. Yeah. Just, what, what do they say? Be, behind every great man is, is a woman telling him exactly what to do. 
Yeah. <laughs> right. And just just to add, no. just to, add to, uh, um, to to George as well, like um, the PCRO boys as well. Just a shout out to Addy and the yeah. boys out there yeah. at PCRO. They're doing an amazing job. Um, you know, like again, like like what George is saying, like it would have been really difficult to sort of, you know, like for our first year to to, to kick off um, without the help of PCRO. PCR was really, really giving us um, resources and tools to be able to utilize, to be able to um, to get things done out here for Utah. So just shout out to Addy and the boys at PCRO. Like, really appreciate the help and, and everything that they're doing for us on on their side. So, yeah, awesome. Yeah, no, true that. I second that. Well, gentlemen, it has been an absolute pleasure to have you on. We know that you guys got to get ready to go to training. We appreciate you coming on and joining us. Um, you know, we, we look forward to seeing two, four, six, eight teams in Utah in the coming years and stuff as it continues Absolutely. to grow out there. Can't wait to see Tongan Samoa U18 teams who are also USA eligible. Just that we want to point that out too. That yeah. it's not just Tongan exactly. Samoa, all USA <laughs> eligible. Uh, but heritage players, because if you follow rugby league, you know right. heritage players. So. Um, but for those in the US who don't really understand that, clarify that too. Um, we, we really do appreciate it. Go give uh, Utah Junior Rugby League, Utah Rugby League Association, a follow on all social medias. Uh, really, again, guys, r- really love what you're doing. Can't wait to see what's coming next. George Tupo. And new Akaripa. Appreciate it, guys. We'll be right back after this break. Welcome back, everybody. Man, I really, I'm really glad we brought those two guys on. They are, dude. They're the only. I mean, come on. How, how are they the only ones having a youth program in this country right now? We're slacking. I mean, the level of care and even like even their, their, their how they speak and deal with each other. Like you know, George saying, "I need new. Like I need them. I couldn't have right. done this without them." Like that that approach, the community approach that Utah has, so many teams around each other. Uh, I'm. It's jealous. Like I said, I'm jealous. I said it already, and we'll say it again. Green with envy. They got something special. I do. They they got something special. They're doing great things. Uh, whispers and rumors, maybe unintentionally. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we almost got the scoop. We so we from what we can deduce and what I'll lay out there, and I'll say it. Sorry, new. Uh, jo- like nobody can see the video, but George is looking at it like, oh my, don't you, don't you say. <laughs> Don't say too much. <laughs> yeah, right. Don't say shh, shut your mouth, new. Uh, that's that's George saying that. Uh, but it sounds as though there are other entities that look like they want to join what would be the Utah Rugby League Association, which would then fall into the PCRL, which then falls into the USARL, which then makes them USA Hawk eligible. Eligible. And we need as many players ready to go as possible. And if they can do that and make that happen, they are doing exactly what we ask of everyone else is to put your hand up instead of putting your hand out. Do what's necessary to build for us. It's beautiful. 
that, it's I mean, beautiful. Honestly, though, that's what I can say. Like you t- look at those guys that are doing it. Eugene out there with social media for the for the juniors, uh, Utah Juniors uh, Rugby League. Uh, I think it's Utah Utah Junior Rugby League is is their is their handle on social media. Um, man, he's he's talking to the kids. He's showing pride, passion, getting everything out there for you know they're represent. By the, go check out their kits, man. The Tongan and Samoan kits for the U18s that they're going to be playing in. Fire, fire. The, the Australian group that's doing all the stuff for the PCRL, all the kits. Man, they are fire. Like They're fire. fire yeah. Man. Appropriate name. <laughs> Appropriate great. name. They've done well. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just think that it, it's good to see like those guys are like, they're working together. They're doing stuff. And that's what every team has to do, man. You, it just can't be one person doing it. Like, you know, I, I'm, I've been helping out a couple teams here and there. I helped out Curtis with, you know, graphics and stuff for Copperhead season and, you know, all the stuff on there because they didn't have anybody, but you got to have more than just one person. You yeah. got to have multiple people, players. If you're out there, if you're listening, any player in the U S if you are not helping out your club to grow the game, to build the reputation, to do anything, shame on you. Shame, shame, shame. <laughs> I know, right? What does that mean? It, but it, it, it does take everyone. I mean, that's one thing that I'm starting to really grasp around. Even with these two guys, they just kind of reproved it. Like, you, you want to go far, you got to go together. Like, right. it has and, to happen that way. That's why I got so, you, man. <laughs> I'm happy to be here, man. Let's go together. We're going to do it. We got N- N- NRL next year, 2024, media, sideline passes. Let's go. Come on, I'm, I'm, I'm with it. I'm, we're gonna hey, listen. Look, look, you keep building these awesome magazines you've been making. I gotta help yeah. out next time. Like you, you know, give me, give me one team. I'll, you know, what I mean, give me. But yeah, hey, what, if you, if anybody's out there, they want to, you want to write something, you want to put something out there. Uh, by all means, like I'll, we'll, we'll throw it in there. Uh, that is not easy to do. I can tell you that right now. That took yeah, a man. Long time. Yeah, I, you. I will not be doing one of those anytime soon. <laughs> You say, all right, we, yeah. we're going to wait some months before we try that again. Yeah. It's, it's rugbyleagueinamerica.net forward slash blog. It's the first thing that's up there. It's, uh, you know, you want a comprehensive breakdown of every single team that's playing rugby league in the U.S. this year? Check it out. First ever. But 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 let's make sure we say that you've been properly rewarded. Well, you know, not, you know, compensation wise, but <laughs> the people are taking notice. 26,000 impressions on in, on uh, on Twitter alone, I can tell you that twenty six thousand so far this this year. There's only been two other posts, or two other enti- sorry, no, not posts, two other entities that have had more impressions, um, and that is the NRL and Super League. So I'm happy with that. So so you're two. you're you're right up there with those guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, well Lance, this has been a fantastic episode. Always a pleasure to sit down and talk this the, thir- the thirteen side of rugby as as since since you cover that seven side and you cover that fifteen side got that thirteen yeah. side over here yeah so and, and nines don't forget nines you know. yeah, don't forget Naples nines yeah so anyway <laughs> yeah so anyway yeah but yeah man thank you thank you brother it was uh this was one of those shows I really enjoyed this one the. That's a good one, the, the banter was top tier, but those Utah guys was a oh, cherry man, on top. Love, so I love it. I love what they're doing. Make sure you go give them a follow. Utah Sea Eagles RL is their Instagram for Sea Eagles. Roosters, they ain't got none. Uh, Utah Junior Rugby League and Utah Rugby League Association, I think is their Facebook account for those guys. Uh, so go give them a follow. Uh, Lance, where can people follow you? Great American Rugby on Instagram, give us freelance on Twitter. 
Great American Rugby on Facebook. Great American Rugby on YouTube. Great Are you on YouTube too? Shit. Yeah, I'm I'm baby on YouTube though. The yeah. the movement is coming, and also, uh, what you got you got that TikTok, yeah, yeah. Gr- hey, Grimms Freelance on TikTok. Hey, we we added uh, Rugby League in America on TikTok. Yes, I've seen. I follow. <laughs> I haven't done anything. <laughs> hey, listen, that's an undertaking. You you ready to post every day? Nope. You ready to post? Uh, Negative Ghost Rider. So <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll we'll keep it up. We appreciate y'all for listening, joining us today, uh, man. Rugby league, we 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 kicking it in the U.S., man. We're doing all right. We're gonna we're getting there. We're getting there. Remember, couple couple weeks away from almost eleven games in in Canada, U.S., and Jamaica in one weekend. It's an exciting time. If you want to follow us on social media, it's RLA Podcast on Instagram, Podcast RLA on Twitter. And you can follow me, man with a mic. That's what we're talking into. That's what Lance talks into. But follow him. Follow, follow him. Follow him. Follow him. Follow him for things that don't get follow. About. Yeah, follow. <laughs> <laughs> but he's nicer than he used to be. But he's We really appreciate it. Thanks everybody for joining. Uh, as always, that's Lance Cavanaugh. I'm Dustin Zare, and this has been Rugby League in America.